sure my brain is everywhere. Sure, you can leave that. Okay, name singing. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Let's let me think. Hi, I'm Karen, <laughs> and I'm Lauren, and this is Downstage Left, a theater podcast where we talk a little, laugh a lot, <sighs> and know nothing. It's, it's especially true today. I feel like we don't know. We don't know anything. Well, it's been, listen, listeners, it's been a crazy couple weeks, and we maybe will do, like, a special, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of special episode on that, but... Oh, uh, that's right, we did talk about that. Well, sure, behind a paywall, um, but Please it has, it's been crazy, and so now we're here, and it's very lovely, and we just did the thing where we caught up for, like, an hour before we started recording, and that was lovely. We're all caught up. Um, but now we're here, and we're <laughs> we're we're gonna record, and it's gonna be great. Oh, we haven't done this in like a minute too. No, it's been a, well, and I feel like so many things have happened in between. Yeah, like I feel like a lot. So, um, sure, we're doing it. Great, we're here we go. Living. Uh, my office is a mess. <laughs> sure, it's the thing where I have been cleaning my house because I was in a show, and so my house like went to shambles. And then it's that thing, though, uh, listeners, without getting too detailed of where I live, I have, my house is long. Yeah. Like, it it's a very a long, long apartment where it's just, like, literally a long catwalk it's a hallway. hallway. And then rooms break it Correct. Yeah. And so it's not an open concept, not an open floor plan. But what ends up happening is as you, it allows you to, like, clean, like, in sections. <laughs> But all it does is just kick the can down the road. I was going to say, you just keep moving it. So where I'm like, look how clean my living room is. Sure, half the stuff in the living room, now my office. We're just looking around now. There's a lot to be done. Karen, I I also feel that way. I feel like I have organized chaos in my home because I just came back, like, earlier from... Sure. (laughs) You've been away. For the first time. Yeah, I went to band camp for the first time in, like, 13 years. Sure. Um... (laughs) Yep. A brave move by you. It was so fun, though. Like, I sure. literally dusted off my marching clarinet. And um, cool. I'm not even kidding when I say I, like, had to sit and, like, because it was, like, a, one sure, of those good, like, fabric cases, you of know? Of course. So I had to actually dust it. It was gross. Because um, it sure. came from my parents' house. And, uh, yeah, I went to band camp. I teched a clarinet section for the high school in my district. I teach middle school, but the wow. high school in my district. Um, it was, like, wild. Sure. I Here's the thing. I sometimes forget that you were in band. Yeah. Because obviously, well, I vocalist. associate you. Yes, I associate you with like singing and theater and things. And not that you can't be in band and do that, but yeah. like typically you're not in band and doing that. So like, not usually no. Um, I forget that you were in band in a marching band. I too. You yeah. Also, here's the thing. You still have your clarinet. Um, this is a a sore topic, and luckily my parents do not listen to this. Uh, I was so I did marching band and concert band. Yeah. In concert band, I played oboe, and I had a very nice. Oh, like an expensive oboe? Like an expensive oboe that at some point, college, post-college, I just came and took and sold. Like, not not cool. on the street for, like, a dollar. Like, yeah. I got good market value for it, but I needed, like, rent money. I needed some kind of cash system, and yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to sell this. And it was like, sure, now I'm trying to remember the brand. It was, like, a very nice oboe. Like, yeah. it was wooden. It was not plastic. It was, like, legit. Was it a um, buffet? No. I want to say it started with a... Like, I want to keep saying, like, Renard Fox, but that's not a, um, that's not right. Sure, I don't think that's right. No. Um, no, that's, like, a Batman character. But, like, um, <laughs> no, so anyway, but I, I sold it and uh-oh. then, Sorry, like, and didn't tell my parents until my mom was like, where's your oboe? And I was like, what? <laughs> what oboe? <laughs> and then I had to sell it. But I feel fine about it because my siblings were also in band when they were in high school. And we had a flute and a trumpet that was just given away. I'm pretty sure we loaned that out to, like friends kids who were like starting band and we didn't yeah. get any money for it so at oh. least i got money for mine. You got money for- well and like i have 
I growing up I had multiple clarinets because I had sure. a, a nice wooden one also that lives at my home with me and sometimes sure. I like bust it out to play oh for fun. Oh my god, good to know. Um, well, I was a music major, so like I had to. And like when I my first teaching job, I taught band for like one hour of my day, and I did use it to teach. Oh yeah, I forgot. And yeah, I yeah. I brought my husband's trumpet, and I also used that because like I don't really play the trumpet but when you're teaching beginning you have it, you're fine it's easy yeah um so yeah i like i have used that clarinet before but the marching one my god it's like what a piece of junk like it couldn't play the lower register <laughs> sure. it was like a whole thing <laughs> so i had to like, just like well you know really your down here. It. it's fine yeah <laughs> no i had to like rehydrate a bunch of corks and like sure screw in some stuff and like glue some pads to, it was a whole thing sure so. That's that was my the maintenance uh, last month at the end of July. That was like my fun adventure. Um, it was so fun. Is is it more fun to be at band camp as like an adult mm. or as because here's what I'm gonna say. Here's the thing. I, I'm gonna tell you, I suffered because when I was in high school, American Pie came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was the height of this one time at band camp, yep, in always. which also band camp was depicted as like honestly this like this gross time, gross weird time yeah. for like I don't know like societal degenerates but yeah i'm gonna tell you band camp was the most fun yeah we we went away for the week and like stayed at a camp and stayed in cabins and like did the whole the whole nine where i mean it was like in that way depicted correctly where we were like in the woods playing drums like yeah it, it was accurate yeah. But we had, like, the best time. Yeah. When I was in high school, we went to um, Interlochen Fine Arts sure. Camp, uh, which oh, is fancy, um, yeah. over, yeah, up in the... So sure, we were at, like, an abandoned YMCA camp, yeah. I think. I don't know. <laughs> well, we stayed... Yeah, but we stayed in cabins, and we stayed there for a long time. I think it was, like, seven or eight days. Sure. Um, and it was... I mean, we competed, so we, like... We did, too. Yep. won a lot of stuff. Yeah, you do all... You learn everything. You literally everything. learn your whole thing. And so, um, this past experience I had this month was, like... Or this last month was a little bit different. We stayed at the University of Toledo in dorms. Um, oh. Which was really beautiful campus. You sure. Like, great. Love that for you. Sure. Um, it was uh, it was just different. I had a, I would say I enjoyed both experiences, and I'm so far removed from my high school student experience sure. that I can't really old, tell you yeah. which one was more yeah. fun because it was – I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that well. I remember sure. freaking loving it in high school. Like, yes. it was, like, my favorite time of year. Um, I did. I mean, I did also really enjoy it as a as a grown up. It was like very nice. Um, the staff was all very. I mean, they've all been there before. They were very welcoming. Sure. Do so. you did you ever did did you do pranks? Because when I was in high, in high school, we did pranks, and then also staff did pranks. Mm, we because did it's a funny thing. Like in high school, the staff seemed very old, <laughs> and now I'm like, no, they were like uh, 27. Yeah. No. 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 Um, we. <laughs> They were like twenty seven. A lot of the staff that I worked with last month were like in college. Yes, like yeah. I graduated from high school in twenty twenty, and I was like, I feel like I have a grandmother. Sure. So that sure. was fine, of course. Uh, and then some of them were like older. But a lot of them went to the middle school I currently teach at. Amazing. So like they were also like amazing. Yeah, all the, my coworkers they like had as teachers. Um, we as staff did not play pranks in high school because we it was so militant. We didn't have time for shenanigans. However. Sure. The, the cute thing that they do um, with the Black Hawk Marching Band is uh, every incoming freshman has a secret senior buddy. Oh, And that's okay. very cute. And so what they do then with that is they send, they, like, give them things to do and, like, tasks to do. And at the end of the week, it's, like, revealed. Very cute stuff. We did. So we, for sure, one year stole canoes because we had a skinny friend that could, like, oh. shimmy into the canoe, like, where the, like, paddles and stuff were. Oh. So we, like, did a midnight paddle. Yikes. Um... One year staff, I'm pretty sure, stole the clapper bell, the, oh. the clapper out of the bell, so they could not ring for breakfast. Couldn't ring it. Um, nice. We also had a talent show 
every year. Okay, okay, okay. In which everyone, like, had to put together a talent, and sometimes oh. it was, like, funny and good, but yeah. other times it was weird and dumb. We did, we did that in yeah. high school, too. Yeah. We for sure did yeah. a talent show. Damn, why don't we do Sure, okay. sure. Gotta bring it back. Um, okay. And then, in general, and I don't know if it was because I was with the drum line, but we just, I mean... Everyone working hard, but arguably drumline working like very hard. Drumline always like because really you have to like know yeah. the stuff, maybe whatever. Um, but also the most troublemakers of all. Always. So like that's I think a stereotype of the drumline that is. doesn't get discussed enough. It's a yeah. stereotype because it's true. <laughs> I mean that's one of the things. But um, so yeah, so I but I and and then the other tradition was I think last night a camp or day second to last. Girls would go into the boys' side and serenade them with "You've lost that love and feeling." Oh, that's nice. And my senior year, boys got smart, pelted us with water balloons, <gasps> How and dare. it resulted in a giant water balloon fight, which was very fun. That sounds but fun. um, also like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I would. I I feel like I vaguely remember like cabins serenading each other in high school. I would say one of the things we did in high school is like um, because we were in a cabin with just like a mix of people, obviously like all girls, sure. but like it'd be like cross sections and mm-hmm. classes and things and sure man seniors, we always just picked our friends yeah i mean we did yeah. that too but like they were so big that it yep. was like you had like a group of friends that was in some other group. yep it was great oh yeah but the seniors in the cabin would like haze us at last night but like sure. mild stuff right they'd like yes. put caution yes. tape everywhere in the cabin and be like ta-da we've hazed you it's like sure. very sweet. um so this went away after my freshman i want i want to say maybe it lasted one or two years maybe but there was a group that was that and you got like inducted in as a freshman so i got picked and but it was like and this is maybe we'll tell you like the time period when i went to school because like now this would never be allowed but i remember we went to there's like picture there's for sure pictures i think from band camp or from nationals the first year we went by freshman year not the first year we went but um in which i am definitely blindfolded with i think like lipstick on my face great but there was a point where um, part of the initiation, I can remember because we were at a hotel, and I'd jump in the pool with all my clothes on mm. and then, like, ride back up to our room. And then uh, I got taped to, like, a chair. Oh, that would like, not be a, Like a rolly no. chair and left on an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, like, whatever. So that was, like, the hazing shirt. For sure not allowed now. No, no, we would be in big trouble. Sure, we were. We were. It was maybe encouraged. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but as I said, it did not last very long past, I think, my freshman or sophomore year. But, um, you know, the band camp time, and unless you experienced it, don't talk about it because it's like a fun, amazing time. And, like, here's the thing you can make fun of it. Like, non band people love to make fun of it. Oh, they but, do. like, here's what I'm going to tell you it's a week where your parents are not with you, unless I guess they're chaperones or, like, whatever, yeah. a band mom. But it's a week where you just get to be with your friends and play music. Yeah. It's which, wonderful. as an adult, great. I would take that yeah. all day long right now. And then intermittent with, like, oh, we went swimming. Yeah. Oh, we, like, went on a canoe. Like, oh, we didn't do any of that shit. But, yeah. Sure. Yes. No, I, I, as a staff member, it's it's really low, I would, like, low stress a sure. little bit. Like, low <gasps> stakes. I'm just not remembering. We always had a dance also at the end of camp. Oh, that's exciting. Sure. We did a square dance in high school. Okay. That was kind of fun because we had like a collar come in. Sure. That's why. Here's the thing. We always thought it was going to be dumb. And by the end, we were like, this is awesome. Like, it was sure. so fun. Uh, ours was like on the basketball court. And oh everybody always brought like. <laughs> the shoulder shimmy. Sure. It was like, it was always like end of camp. Sure. It was like one of those dumb things. Um, that's so cute. Uh, that's so cute. That I'm just now like, my brain is like, remember that? Oh, oh my God. Sure. How big was your, when you were in high school, how big was your band? Huge. Um, it was really big. I don't remember, I mean, maybe between 100 and 
70 yeah. and 2, something Sure, like that. that's where we were at. My, yeah. Between my freshman and senior year, we fluctuated like 180, 200. Yeah. Sure, I'm going to tell you. It's not a miracle I remember. I have a very good memory, but like a little bit. This was a very long time ago. Yeah. Oh, no. So my pre-fresh year, because we did that thing where we pulled eighth graders. Of course. In, so I did five years of marching Sure, band. of course. Uh, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, this Again, if you came for the theater content, sorry about we'll it. We'll get to it. We'll get there. Uh, there's, a, there's a connection, I promise. But we did Pandora's Box, which was really cool. Oh, okay. So like we all came out of these boxes. Sure. It was dope. Sure. Um, my junior year, this is the one that I, for some reason, cannot remember as well, but, uh, it was something about, like, the parts of the day. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. It was something where, like, you start, and then the Morning. first movement was called, like, Early Light, and then sure. it was, like, the last one was called okay. Wild Nights. Okay, all right. But that one was wild, and I talked about it a lot, um, at band camp this year, because we marched in, um like West Side Story America timing. So it was like six, eight, oh. alternating three, four. Bum, 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 bum. And it oh, was gross. freaking crazy. Sure. And that gross. was why they gave us first place that year because they sure, were like, they're yeah, like, these people else don't know that. what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it was like crazy cool. And then my senior year was the only year we were third place. Oh, shit. <laughs> which really sucked. It was like a real burn because I had like a solo that year. It was like fine. But it was very hard. It was called Fire and Ice. And oh, okay. it was like they they really pushed us, and I don't think we ever nailed it. Like we never nailed the show. Sure. It was too hard. The too drill hard. was too hard. The music uh, was too hard. We we did Stravinsky, Firebird. Oh, like, yeah, oh. yeah. It was sure, which wild. is like a beautiful orchestral piece, but potentially hard oh, to march. And the the drumline yeah. had this feature that was like just they never got it. Uh, it was so hard, and so like everyone was like, "Oh, great, great job. Next year the show will be easier." <laughs> sure, and I left. And you're like, "Well, I'm graduating." <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, my senior year, I just remember no. It, what god now i am like i can't remember I, it might no it was my it was my junior year i i think i started i was in the pit so i started the show with like church bells but it just was like the giant chimes and so awesome. it was me starting and so every every competition we went to i had a close-up because i was in the pit and i started yeah. the show and so it's me like looking very seriously like staring at a drum major even though well, i was following a drum major <laughs> um i didn't need a drum major but um and so we got it in our heads Sure, it might have been my senior year. It, I think it was. Um, we're gonna give my give me a black eye for states, so Ooh. that when they closed up on me, and then the video Everyone's like, like is she okay? it's just like a giant black eye. Oh my god! And so I'm very method, and so we tried to do it where my friend Tiffany punched me in the face. Oh my Karen! <laughs> I know, but here's what I'm gonna tell you: I don't bruise. Like I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I just I very rarely bruise that way. Like it has to be like a huge trauma. Oh my god! And so she would do the thing where obviously you cannot like know it's coming because you will just tense up and it's flinch. worse yeah um so she would do the things where like for two days she would just be like hey man poof, and just punch me in the face <laughs> oh my God. like where i would forget about it so it didn't happen so on the bus on the way to states we use makeup which yeah. we should have just done the first place. that would have been the right choice but i was going for authenticity well, so i got on the bus fine <laughs> on the way to the states <laughs> at ford field and then got off the bus with a giant black eye. Would it have been the Silver Dome at that time? No, uh, my senior year was for we Ford Field was ex- existed. It did because mm-hmm. I I'm I remember sure. my first year. But yeah, Silver Dome was many the times. Silver Dome. Ooh, maybe so. Sure, maybe you're right. I was thinking it was Ford Field, but maybe you're right. I think it was. Sure, I may be thinking of Nashville. Again, people who are not in Michigan don't understand. Uh, it's fine. The Silver Dome <laughs> is like whatever. But you're right. It, it was the Silver Dome for many years. So yeah. anyway, uh, get off the bus, and I have a giant black eye. One band mom just looked at me and was like no 
and I was like, oh, it's a, I don't, I got hurt. I don't know. I got and, uh, and then, uh, we had one instructor that went, take that off. And I went, no, 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 we're doing it. Like, come on. And then he had to go away. So I was like, we kept it and sure. And then I played it as though I had a black eye. So, so I like had like my eye half shut and I kept it that whole time. And oh then, like I said, it was one of those funny things. And sure enough, in the video, when you close up on me, you can see my black eye. Oof. That's why uh, it's so weird sure but it was this is like high school we oh, were like we class. were doing dumb stuff all the time um if you are in my program disregard please don't do this dumb don't, stuff don't do this dumb stuff and my, my theater program no uh lauren why did you bring up band camp other than it is a thing that recently happened and a thing we have in common it was so fun uh because i thought it would be like a nice connection today i think i would like to talk about the music man okay um which is like no my- <laughs> You're like, I'd like to veto the music man. I was like, no, I don't want to. No, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like a through line. You know, he sells marching bands. It's a whole thing. So we're going to talk about the music man. 76 trombone. All 76 of them. Um, Yeah. So fun fact about the music man. uh, Some people think that the author of the music man is a woman because Meredith Wilson. Their name is Meredith Wilson. But in fact, a man. Well, that's like those old timey names where like Lori, we now associate as like, or Lauren as a woman. Yeah. But like back in the day back in the day it was like or leslie is also like a very leslie, common yeah, yeah, man's yeah. name that was a common man's name and now like you never hear a man and my leslie. mom's name oh. who's not a man okay thank you for the clarification yep. um so anyway that's that's a thing um <laughs> that's a thing. it's fine hit broadway in 57 sure um, this is this is like a golden old. age uh old timey been around for a minute yeah it's it's been there forever 57 there's a, a movie in 1962 mm-hmm. um Robert Preston was the first uh, Harold Hill, I believe. Um, or is that is he the movie? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. To be honest, I don't think it it's doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> sure Karen, doesn't here's matter. what I really wanted to know. Okay, what? How do you feel about the Music Man? Um, sure. So this is like I love an old timey musical. Give mm-hmm. me Oklahoma. Give me South Pacific. Give yeah. me uh, Carousel, kind of. Um, <laughs> Sure, I had to put a little... Thank you for that. Sure. Carousel kind, kind of. of. Great. Um, but, like, you know, I grew up on all those uh, via... Not because I'm old, but just via my household. Sure. Um, and so I love them. Here's what I will say about Music Man. I think it has songs that we know, like, that, and, and that I enjoy, but as a whole, a show as a whole, it, it lives in a, like old-timey like golden age musical place where it is an important part of musical theater history yes um it has been done in several iterations it is currently on broadway right now to sold out and mixed reviews i think but you know it's there and tickets are still 200 dollars a piece um but i don't it's not my favorite yeah it's not my favorite but i do i do think it's no it's very it's well known and the music is well known yeah like i if you asked me to say three songs from it I, i could um yeah, that's I maybe that's not more than three. I but. think I could sing the whole score only because when I was in eighth grade, my high school did it, and I wanted to oh, audition sure. for it, and I wasn't selected because I was enormous. Um, so like, <laughs> sure. no, okay, so the the reason they auditioned like middle school children to be in the high school productions is so we could fill out the child part of the ensemble, of course. And I was Too so tall. tall, like yeah. I was taller than most of the high school kids. So like, they were like, we there's no reason for you to be here. Like, thank you so much. And I was like, I you hate myself. don't look like a child. I don't, I really did not. Yeah. In eighth grade, I looked like a grown up. So sure. it was fine. Um, so I, but I did like do my homework and I listened to the show pretty religiously. So I think I could yep. probably sing the whole score. Um, I, 
I don't know if like I love it. The music lovely, but I again the story is like just old and Well that's uh, I mean that's kind of where I live where it's like it's very much indicative of that time period where it's like a contrived like blah 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 mm-hmm. kind of thing where I feel like the old-timey musicals either were that kind of contrived plot points or it was some depiction of like Oklahoma where it's yeah. like the story within the story of Oklahoma, you know, yeah. like well, like, people like love it, uh, and I, I I see why people love it. Sure, um, I'm reading just now that uh, this story was inspired by um, Meredith Wilson's childhood. Sure, so that makes cute. sense. Great. Um, so love that. Like these characters are inspired by people he knew, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I like. I understand why people like it. I have some problems with it that I'm sure we'll touch on. We, as we will get there. So sure. uh, I'm just gonna dive into the plot because, sure. like, we all know it's fine. Um, act one. In the early summer of 1912, a train leaving Rock Island, Illinois, um, we are aboard a train. And sure. I do like the staging of this scene because yes. all of the guys on the train bounce like they're yes. on a train. Which it's very, it, that's a fun effect. Um, Charlie Cowell and other traveling salesmen debate whether modern conveniences are making their profession more difficult, uh, which is a little ironic and adorable because <laughs> we don't even have those anymore. Sure, exactly. Uh, well, it's precious. Professor, in quotes, Professor Harold Hill is discussed as one of the uh, one whose sales skills make him immune to such changes. And the song is Rock Island, and it's like this fun patter. Song I say, it's I a like fun opener. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really good opener to the whole show that like catches you, which yep. is great. Charlie says that Hill is a con man who uh, promises to form boys marching bands. Boys marching bands, whatever. We're nineteen twelve, correct? Um, and then skips town after taking payments for instruments and uh, uniforms and stuff rude con man what did we talk sure. about the what con man is short for because i feel it's like confidence man yeah okay that's what i, well, I mean we don't know if we've talked about it but i I'm, think I somewhere i saw it and i was like sure. i'm sorry confidence man that's yeah. what that means yeah wild um anyway upon the train's arrival in river city iowa a passenger leaves the train with a suitcase labeled professor harold hill so he's been on the train the whole time they're talking about him hilarious um after the <laughs> okay sure. what yeah that's right it's like a fun reveal for the it audience is, like, oh damn if they've never seen it before um <clears throat> after the towns townspeople of river city describe their reserved quote chip on the shoulder attitude in the song called iowa stubborn um which is maybe not my favorite song in the show but it's fun no well keep going <laughs> harold sees his old friend and shill what is a shill um like a he like a sure i'm trying to think of how to describe it it's like i'm gonna read it because it'll be easier but like a plant or a stooge a person who publicly helps and gives credibility to a person so like oh like a hype man it's like your plant so like if we're a con person Uh and i'm like i sell instruments and you're you're my show instruments you got no no you're my show who's like yeah i've seen him sell lots of instruments Uh, like you're helping you're helping in on the on the love that for him or you're a stooge in which i set you up and screw you over cool Got it. Okay, so anyway, his old friend and shill, Marcellus Washburn, who has, quote, gone legit and now lives in the town. So he's not a shill anymore. He's, like, That's got right. a real job. Uh, <laughs> whatever that job is, he doesn't say it, I don't think. Marcellus tells Harold that the only person who might expose him is the only trained musician in town, Marion Peru, uh, the librarian who gives piano lessons. I always thought I'd be a good uh, Marion Peru because sure. I play piano. Sure. But- Never worked out that way. Okay. Um, here's my critique number one of the show. Marion is the only female character, uh, really at all. Like, there's a few she that is. are other mentioned, but like, well, no, she's this the only is one. also like I feel like indicative of this time Ugh, where yes. you look at like this or like um, 
guys and doll like a guys and dolls where there's like all dudes and a lady <laughs> two ladies yeah just well this is later in life but like well, not, that's a bad example but um yeah. you know where it's just like a lot of men yeah and then you're like a lady also one woman is here yeah, yeah. also see every andrew lloyd weber musical well that's what i almost said jesus christ superstar yeah but that's not but that's Je- late. I, know, I, know. I mean that's well that's well, that's why i said it's later old. that's why i lo- that's why i bailed out that's why okay. that is why i have a problem with andrew lloyd weber but this no, is but not you know like south pacific oh yeah all dudes except couple nelly nelly and then what's her other mary Polly high yeah uh bloody mary bloody mary that's her name um but even that is like she sings a song and then pieces yeah. so like you look at kind of those old those older shows in that way and you just you know that's it, kind of how they live but that's yeah. fine anyway um so yeah the only person that could expose him is mary Peru, the librarian who gives piano lessons he also informs Harold Hill that he, there is a new pool table that was just delivered to the town's local billiard parlor. So, to launch the scheme, Harold convinces River City parents of the, quote, trouble that can come from a pool table in the community. Uh, and he sings the iconic song, You sure. Got Trouble. As you say, this is one that I, you know, and in fact has been seen a thousand times. Like, yeah. the Simpsons have an episode where oh, it's yeah. like this. You know, like, it's this is a pretty iconic one. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. you got... Trouble with right a capital here. T that rhymes with P that stands for pool. It sure does. Like, everybody knows. That. Yeah, I've done this song a million times for like cabarets and stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's one you can just like easily jump in and sing along to. True. Um, Harold follows Marion home and attempts to flirt with her, but she ignores him. Fine. Check honestly. Good sure, Marion like, to life. me, and it's not. A, it's like in a way where she is the only lady. Yeah. But also comes off so cold and stodgy and like. Yeah, mean. It's like the, a yeah, little the way she's mean. written is just it, like a real spinstery. Like, bleh. well, they I think they even call her like a spinster sure. or like an upcoming spinster or something. Sure, yeah. she's the way she's written is like not great. Uh, she Correct. doesn't have that many dimensions. So uh, he follows and she ignores him. Marion gives a piano lesson to a little girl named Amaryllis while arguing with her widowed mother about high about her high standards where men are concerned. Yeah, the quote: "High standards where men are concerned." Yep. Um, she mentions the man who followed her home. Um, and they sing a song called The Piano Lesson slash If You Don't Mind My Saying So. And where her mom, like, is like, if you don't mind my saying so. Like, it's a yeah. whole thing. It's kind of yeah. rude. Um, that's it's, fine. It's that polite, I'm going to give you your business. Sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> Marion's self-conscious 10-year-old brother, Winthrop, arrives home. Uh, Amorellis, who secretly likes Winthrop but teases him about his lisp, um, asks Miriam, uh to whom she should say goodnight for the on the evening star. This is a weird way to phrase this. But she's like, how? Like, there's a song that we're singing, and I'm I gotta say goodnight to someone on this. They have a star that they sing to, or some yep. weird shit. I don't know. That's old timey nonsense. Um, since she doesn't have a sweetheart, so she says, uh, Marion says to tell her to say goodnight to quote someone, and they sing goodnight my someone, which is another yeah very well known song. Iconic. The show. That's yep. the one that like I can play almost all the time on the piano, and just like no one knows what I'm doing anymore because yeah. no one listens to this music. But like I it's got good. it. Yeah. <clears throat> the next day, bumbling Mayor Shin and his overbearing wife Eulaly McKechnie Shin. This again, like this, like the way these women are. Sure, written, it's a burn. Are just um, bad. Did you watch Schmigadoon? No, but everyone tells me I should you, have. Here's the thing: it's fun to watch if you just want to watch something funny. But also, if you are a musical theater person who knows musical theater, yeah, they hit and make fun of like everything, every genre, like oh, every trope God, that is existing. So there is, of course. A mayor, a mayor, et cetera, with his et cetera. Shitty wife. Sure. So it's like it's very, it's kind of lives in there. But that it and it, it to me pulled directly from like from like this. a this or a birdie or like where you're yeah. just like the mayor, you know, the mayor. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Mayor Shin and his bumbling wife Eulalie McKechnie Shin 
uh, lead the festivities for Independence Day at the high school gym. Um, and the song is called Columbia, the Gem of the Ocean. Is that sure. a song? That, I don't remember that I don't song. know. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't know that one. That's a fast forward for me, dog. <laughs> You're like, skip. Thank you. Yep. Here's what I do remember uh, from when we did this in high school. Because I think I worked on the crew. That's why I know, know it so well, is I worked on the crew for this. And uh, she just sings either, like, the national anthem or, like, a, one of Something those Something recognizable. Other, yeah, like, another yeah. patriotic song. And it's always, like, it's, like, crazy obnoxious. My assumption like, is in further renderings of the show this, this got cut, cut. Yeah. yeah i think i think it's like the end of like for yeah. the land of the free and it's like ridiculous I don't yeah. know. um anyway there's my rendition of the star spangled banner thank you so much sorry to disrespect america so poorly <laughs> so hard we're not doing great right now it's fine i don't that's probably about my sure. level of respect for america sure, that's time. fine that's fair fair enough <laughs> oh no um, so anyway, all that's disrupted by a firecracker set off by troublemaker Tommy, how do you say his name? G-Liss? Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy G-Liss. Yeah. <clears throat> I forgot how to say it. And like, I remember hearing it, but like looking at it spelled out is like. Sure. The Jalous. Yeah. The Jalous. Anyway. Um, Harold, Harold Hill, remember him? He takes the stage and announces to the townspeople that he will prevent sin and corruption from the presence of the pool table by forming a boys band. Um, and they, it's the you got trouble reprise slash iconic 76 trouble sure the other one the other one that everyone knows really well um mayor shin who owns the billiard tip parlor tells uh bickering school board to get harold's credentials that's a big like big word in this show sure. that comes back all the time is just the word credentials. credentials and when i was in eighth grade i learned that word from this show but didn't know what the f it meant sure you're like <laughs> okay sure i don't know what credentials are but we gotta find them sure um because they don't ever elaborate on it because they assume the audience goes. Sure. <laughs> okay. Good job, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. Uh, but Harold gets them to sing as a barber sh- barbershop quartet to distract them. And they sing like they start the song Ice Cream, which I always joke with my students that no one gets it. Right. Um, and they sing the song called Sincere. Which is another pretty well. Like, pretty well This known. little section, I think, is well known. Here's what I will say. I, if it's done well love the barbershop it's stuff beautiful. in this song yeah. in this show it's it's all really nice it makes my little heart just go oh that's yeah. so pretty however if it's done badly it's a this is a fun time speaking of america and the dumpster fire we're currently in yeah oh. it's a fun parallel to think about this was written in what did you say 56 52 somewhere in it 50s. premiered on broadway in like the 50s sure late 50s. where he is playing on people's fear of sin and corruption what a time by getting them to buy into some nonsense Mm-hmm. How could we ever parallel that with our current times? What do you mean, Karen? What do you mean? Anyway, carry on. Okay. So here we go. Uh, they sing the song called Ice Cream that leads into Sincere, which is gorgeous. Harold also sets up Zanita, who is uh, the mayor's oldest daughter, with Tommy, Tommy Gilis, and persuades Tommy to work as his assistant. So, like, he's just doing all the things. Yep. Um, after another rejection by Marion... Uh, Harold is determined to win her, and he sings the sadder but wiser girl, which is like another song that I like have a problem with. I think he like dags her. It's yeah. like a weird. It's, sure, just it's weird. like a weird, like well, in a way where, and back in the time this was written, this was like, and honestly, still a little bit today, where we teach people to like a no to not means, take no for an answer, correct? Yeah, especially in like a romantic pursuit, Ugh. and that is like where. And here's the thing, because we romanticize it, because what we will find in this show is she's in love with him. So she it was good he kept pursuing her. Yeah, no. But in a way of like, hey man, 
no. Don't She's not that. interested. Just say, take, take no, a walk. No means no. Well, and I this song also, and some of the music in this show kind of feels this way. I think this song feels like it wasn't really written for the story, but it was like shoved in there anyway. Probably. Um, just based on that. the lyrics that I remember. Sure. Um, and there's a couple other ones. Like some of the barbershop stuff also feels like it maybe was like, hey, we wrote this. Don't know where it fits. And now it's in the music name. So anyway, um, the barbershop stuff, though, really pretty. Good. Yeah. Side of a wiser girl. No. Um, the town ladies are very excited about the band, and, uh, when the ladies dance committee, oh, no, the town ladies are excited about the band, and the ladies dance committee, uh, tells Harold that- No, no, that Harold plans to form. Oh, he's gonna form it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so I'm gonna try- Sure, Lauren- One more time. Stop knowing how to read for one second. It's hard. I'm back. Um, the town ladies are very excited about the band, and the ladies dance committee that Harold plans to form. He mentions Marion, and they, Marion, sorry, and they imply, falsely as it turns out, that she had an affair with a now deceased miser who willed the library to the town, but left all the books to Marion. So, like, they're just spreading the rumors. These Well, again, they're like written the, like shit. Sure. <laughs> well, it's that gossip monger thing where you, this was also like a trope kind of like yeah. Fiddler on the Roof has a whole song oh, about, yeah. called, what is it? It's called a rumor, I think. It's like, called rumors, yeah. So, and it's like, this is a thing where like the gossipy ladies of the town, and then here's the thing, you learn that Marion is like a little bit of an outcast because the gossip is that she like had an affair with this old dead miser, so. Yeah, I know. also, but I also think that, and I think it's implied a little bit that the gossip comes from the jealousy of. Correct. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> They warn Harold that she advocates, quote, dirty books by Chaucer and Balzac. And who's that one? I don't know. Okay, cool. There's another author written here that I don't remember from the play. So Rabelais? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and this song is Pick a Little, Talk a sure. Little. I love this song. It is fun, I think fun, it's, though. like, super fun. With patter. It's patter it's all patter. over the It's very fun. It's but fun. it's that thing where it establishes the town does not like Marion. No. And she, and, and here's why. Because she's a nonconformist. Yes. She reads she's a lady who reads and like you know stuff like that well and i think she's like you know more independent than i think some of the other women in the town are and they don't like that that about her either she doesn't have a husband yeah like Ah. how dare you yeah um the school board arrives to review harold's credentials but he leads them in a song and slips away and he like starts to teach them like the good night ladies and it's which is like very another well-known song it's very fun yeah it's just funny um So the next day, Harold walked to the library again to woo Marion in earnest, and he sings the song Marion the Librarian. Which is another one. I do like that song, though. Sure. It's really pretty. Uh, again, kind of gross. But all right. For a moment, she forgets her decorum and dances with Harold <gasps> and the teenagers. <gasps> scandal. Harold kisses her. <gasps> okay. First of all. scandal. First of all, consent is important, but that's okay. Sure. When she tries to slap him, she accidentally hits Tommy Julius instead. And with Tommy's help, Harold signs up. All- okay, that's it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's no fallout from that. She just hits a kid and then moves on. That's right. Um, great. And then with Tommy's help, Harold signs up all the boys in the town to be in his band, including Winthrop. Winthrop, who's just adorable and his little list he is, is like, so funny. Um, Mrs. Peru likes Harold. Mrs. Peru, her mom, Marion's mom, right? Yep. She likes Harold and tries to find out why Marion is not interested. Marion describes her ideal man um, in the words in the song My White Knight. Um, which was written in rewritten in the film as a uh, being in love, which I've never heard. But sure, I've always I don't heard know. My White Knight. But Me My too. White Knight is another one that is like, I don't know if that she was written for in. this story. Yeah, I think yep. it was like something else. And then we're just, now it's in the music name. Um, so she's, uh, anyway, she sings that song. 
She sets out to give Mayor Shin evidence against Harold that she found in the Indiana State Educational Journal. Uh, but they are interrupted by the arrival of the Wells Fargo wagon, which is so funny to me. Now Wells Fargo is like a bank. Yeah. At the time, it was like deliveries. Sure. Which is fun. Um, and it delivers all the band instruments. And, of course, they sing the Wells Fargo wagon song. Which is another one. Yeah. That's one that I feel like is so recognizable. Yeah. Um, when Winthrop is so happy about his new coronet. Coronet is spelled weird. Sure. I think that is spelled wrong. But keep going. Anyway, it's a little trumpet. Yep. Um. And totally abandons his shyness and self-consciousness, which is, like, great. Like, that's cute. what band it's is for. Cute. Like, you live sure. your life. That's You, you get your confidence. Anyway, I, I'll talk about that all day. Sure, it's true. Um, Marion begins to see Harold in a new light. She uh, tears the incriminating, pa- incriminating page out of the journal before giving the book to Mayor Shin. Sure. Potentially the most, like, fantas- fan- fantastical piece of that reading is... That Indiana would have any kind of educational journal. Oh, damn. Anyway, oh, continuing on. Shit. Oh, shots fired at Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. Um, well, Indiana just did a real... They did a dumb thing. A whole thing. thing. Yeah. So I've shots I'm fired all day. Thank yeah. you. No, I am fine with that. Um, the ladies rehearse their classical dance in the school gym while the school board practices their quartet, It's You, for the Ice Cream Social. Again, another, another yep. lovely song. Marcellus and the town's teenagers interrupt the ladies' practice by taking over the gym as they dance Shapoopy. Which, which is another one. It's another song that, like, is so recognizable. Sure. Also kind of dumb. I don't it is. know. It's a real this dumb song. a very dumb song. But I know it. Yeah. So, like, Everyone okay. knows it. I don't know. It's This one's kind of silly. But it's, like, a big dance number. It and, is. like, it's, you know, opener of Act 1 or Act 2. So, fine. Um, Harold grabs Marion to dance with her and all of the teenagers join in. At the end of the dance, the mayor angrily denounces Tommy's relationship with his daughter. How dare you, Tommy? Anyway, yep. moving on. Like that's it. I Again, feel like there should be more like that happens there, but whatever. Nope. Um, I have lost my place. Re- there we go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Regarding Winthrop's coronet, Marion later questions Harold about his claim that you don't have to bother with the notes. That's not true. Just in case anyone wants to learn how to play an instrument, that's not true. Well, sure. Um, you do have to learn the notes to the, to the music you're playing. Uh, and he explains that this is what he calls, quote, the think system. Um, and he arranges to call on Marion to discuss it. Cool. That's not true. Um, sure. Fine. This is where he's like, you forget that he's like Ooh, a scammer. He's a con hand. Yeah. Um, the town ladies ask Marion to join their dance committee since she was so dear dancing the Shapoopy with Professor Hill. And they sing a pick a little, talk a little reprise. Yep. Which, like, you know, act two, golden age loves a reprise. Yep. Um, and they have revised their opinions about her books, and they eagerly, eagerly tell her that, prof- the quote, the professor told us to read those books, and we simply adored them all. Sure. A point to, like, note is that the people he wins over the quickest and the most are the women. Are the ladies. And that mm. is part of it. That's part of the con. Ooh. Keep going. Anyway. Um, that night, the school board tries to collect Harold's credentials again, but he gets them to sing and slips away in probably my favorite song on the show, yeah. Light of Rose. Um, but again, this is another one where I think, like, I don't think it was written for this story. I think it's sure. just a thing that exists. Yep. But it's a really pretty song, and Light of Rose is really nice. Um, me, Mar- <laughs> Sure. <laughs> this editing is going to be so well, hard. Yeah, okay. I'm going to, okay. Marion, meanwhile... That's a hard couple of words to say. Sure, it should say, meanwhile, Marion is sitting... Sure, this is not super well written, but keep going. 
anyway, she's sitting on her front porch thinking about Harold, and she sings a song called Will I Ever Tell You, which is, like, mashed up over top of Light of Rose, and it's really pretty. Yep. Um, Winthrop returns home from uh, spending the time with Harold and tells Marion and her mother, Mrs. Peru, about Harold's hometown, Gary, Indiana. Sure. That's the one I think of the most. Yeah. Because as a child, so we're in Michigan. Yeah. And if you drive to Chicago, you drive through Gary, Indiana. Oh, and so I can recall many childhood times in which my mom, who not a singer but like enjoys this, would go, Gary, Indiana, <laughs> give that, as we drove through Gary, Indiana. So that is what I think of, A, every time I drive through there or take the train through Gary. Cool. And that is what I think of. And for a long time, I was like, what's that from? Oh, That's music fan. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I remember someone I went to high school with, like, came at me one day after, like, a summer vacation. And they were like, yo, I drove through Gary, Indiana, and what a shithole. Sure. It is, like, an industrial – it's, like, an industrial park where yeah. it's just all, like, factories. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry if you're from Gary, Indiana, but it, what a letdown for my one friend. I've never sure. been there. Uh, I must have been it's there because I've driven to Chicago. Sure. You've driven through it. Maybe I was asleep. You literally drive through it on 94. Okay. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, jamming well, out to my music. You'll miss it. It's very quick. <laughs> Sorry, Gary, Indiana. Um, love you. As uh, as Marion waits alone for Harold, traveling sa- salesman Charlie Cowell appears with evidence against Harold, hoping to tell Mayor Shin. He only has a few minutes before the train leaves, and he stops to flirt with Marion. Everyone, just sure. leave her alone, you well, guys. Well, in a fun leave way, Marianne where alone. if it's between like missing your train and like getting a flirt on, hey, sure, clearly he does that. Sure, um, she delays him so he won't have time to deliver the ev- evidence. Eventually, kissing him because that's that's how you that's that how, how you distract you a man. That's how you distract a man, right? right? There's no other way to do it other nope. than with your mouth. Hey. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> sure, I just heard it. I heard what I said just now. <laughs> Okay. Fine. Well, fine. Once again, Lauren just making provocative here statements. Here I am. <laughs> just happy to be here. Um, and as the train's whistle blows, she pushes him away. Charlie angry tells, angrily tells Marion that Harold has a girl in every county in Illinois, and he's taken it from every one of them. Oh. Mm. Oh. That's 102 counties. Oh. Sure. But I don't think that's what it is. In, like, taken the, what? Remember, what in taking? the 1950s... It maybe means something different. What is it? I don't know. Let's keep going. Let's. I don't want. Maybe we shouldn't dwell on this. We shouldn't. Okay. Harold, what a what a guy. Harold arrives after he reminds her. Assuming it's Marion, she's the only woman it in is. the show. Uh, Harold arrives after he reminds Marion of his uh, of the untrue rumors he's heard about her. That's rude. This is this is just gaslighting at this point. Well, he. <laughs> this is the con, right? Where he's like, "Oh, Charlie told you all this stuff." Well, remember when I first met you? I heard some untrue stuff about you. I hate this. This is manipulative. Anyway, For she sure. convinces herself that Charlie invented everything that Charlie said. Rude. They agree to meet at the footbridge where Marion tells him the difference that he's made in her life. They sing the song called "Till There Was Sure," you. which is the other. I really believe nice. this ended up. Like, this is very well known, but I think it ended up, like, top four. Like, I remember oh. this being, like, outside. Like, people have sung this outside in a, like, real mm-hmm. memory Andrew Lloyd Webber kind of way. Whoa. Like, this got recorded uh, outside of just the show. That's true. You know what? I think you're right. I think I've heard, like, a Streisand do this yeah. on, like, an album or something. Yep. Marcellus interrupts and tells Harold that the uniforms have arrived. He urges Harold to take the money and run. But Harold refuses to leave, insisting, I've come up through the ranks, and I'm not resigning without my commission. Okay. He, okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, sure. He returns to Marion, who tells him that she's known him, what the fuck? He returns to Marion, and she tells him that she's known since three days after he arrived that he was a fraud. That's, okay. Yeah. 
Um, Harold earlier claimed to have graduated from the Gary Conservatory in 1905, but uh, Gary, Indiana was not founded until 1906, and that's how she knows that. But because, yeah, great. Because she loves him, she gives him the incriminating page out of the Indiana State Educational Journal. Um, she leaves, sure, this is like over 100 years ago, so maybe maybe at that time there were things that were incredible about Indiana. I don't think so, but okay. keep going. Great. Uh, she leaves, promising to see him later at the social. The sociable. Mm-hmm. With his schemes for the boys' band and Marion proceeding even better than planned, Harold confidently sings 76 trombones. Again. Sure. Also, every time it says boys band, I just think of boy band, like he's forming a boy band in which... I did not that, think of that, but that's funny. Would that be the... Mo- like, if you modernize this, where he's just like, I'm putting together a boy band. And he doesn't know any choreography or Right, anything, where he's just like, like here's luck. your puffy vest and your highlighted tips. Oh my God, let's go. Let's go. I want that show so bad. Well, that's kind of what happened with, like, uh, Lou Pearlman and the Backstreet Boys and stuff. He took, stole all their, put them together and stole all their money. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Sure, that's a deep dive for later, but yeah. Oh, let's keep talk going. about that. All right. <clears throat> he, anyway, uh, he is singing 76 trombones just to himself. Yep. As he overhears Marion singing Goodnight, My Someone, Harold suddenly realizes that he's in love with Marion, which I, sure, that's definitely how that works, right? Like, you just suddenly, like, it hits you, and you're like, oh, damn. Well, this is why I've never, uh, I'm not married, because I've never heard someone You've sing that, that song and realized I'm in love with them. Oh, man. I did it wrong, I think. Um, sure. I assume that's what happened with you and Alan. I'm it's sorry. Not, it's not. That's not how it happened. Um. He and Marion sing a snatch. Ooh, I don't like that word. <laughs> so they Ooh. sing a snatch of each of each other's Sure, songs. I believe the word is snippet. <laughs> I don't know why they write snatch. Sure, a snatch. No, no, no. A I snippet. Let's just it. say a snippet. <laughs> sure, this this Wikipedia is wild. I don't know why that word caught well, me. It also, be, do you know why? Because it comes, it almost is like Marion snatch, which is yes, not a thing we want. So I don't anyway, want that at all. Keep oh going. God, oh, so let's upset. move on. Oh, my God. All right. Meanwhile, Charlie Cowell, who has missed his train, arrives at the ice cream social and denounces Harold Hill as a fraud. Wait, I'm confused. Okay. Uh, sure. Me too, probably. I don't well, know. Well, so, okay. So, Charlie Cowell is like, I'm going to tell your mayor, but I have to do it soon because my train is coming. Yes. And then she delays him from getting on the train. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just be like, you better get to your train. Bye. This is a good point. Because she leaves, so he misses the train and stays in town. But maybe she delayed him. Maybe she thought she was, de- <laughs> this is where, like, Marion not written the best. Um, She, here's what I think is the intention. Okay. She delayed him enough so that he would still be able to get that train, but wouldn't have time to find the mayor. Oh, sure. But then I he think. misses the train. But then so he she misses blows the train. So, okay, Marion, well, oh, fuck. Let's, okay, keep going. <laughs> That's, that is what I think is sure, true. A fun time. Anyway, uh, so he's missed his train. He arrives at the ice cream social. He talks about Harold and how he's a fraud. The townspeople begin an agitated search <laughs> sure. for Harold. Sure, it's real pitchforks and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, the agitated search. Um, Winthrop is heartbroken and tells Harold that he wishes Harold never came to R- River City. But Marion tells Winthrop she believes everything Harold says because it came true because every kid in town talked about and acted like that way that summer. I'm trying my best today. I don't know. Sure. (laughs) It whatever. It worked out. She and Winthrop uh, urged Harold. No, she's saying it did come true because he did save them from sin. Oh, I see. Because every kid got into the band stuff and abandoned the like sin part of it. Yeah. That's a hard sentence. No, it is a poor sentence. Keep going. Um, She and Winthrop urge Harold to get away. He chooses to stay and tells Marion that he never really fell in love until he met her. 
this is the reprise of Till There Was You. Sure, in which is this whole second act reprises? Yes. Well, that's a golden age. I know it is. Um, The constable, which I forgot was a word that exists in the world. Sure. Constable. Yeah. um, Handcuffs Harold and leaves him away. Leads him away. Mayor Shin leads a meeting in the high school gym to decide what to do with Harold, asking, where's the band? Where's the band? And the second one's in italics. It's very important. Sure, it's emphasized. It's emphasized. Um, Marion defends Harold. Uh, Tommy Julius enters as the drum major, followed by all the boys in uniform with their instruments. Uh, Marion urges Harold to lead the River City Boys Band in Beethoven's Minuet in G. A classic marching band song. (laughs) What in the world? Why why that? I don't know. Also, Beethoven, not easy to play if you don't know any notes sure fine although of his stuff maybe simple ish it's simple it's been gone on to is it that's one uh yes sure is it i've played minuet and g but do i think it's that i don't know look it up we're gonna look it up Despite the boys' limited musical ability, the parents in the audience are nonetheless enraptured by the sight of their oh, children playing music. I was thinking of Bach, not Beethoven. Okay, I was supposed to be like, mm. well, I was thinking of bum, 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 bum. But oh, that's, that's Bach. That's Bach, not, yeah. Yeah, not Beethoven. No. Sure, too many minuets and Gs by, like, B old-timey composers. Sure, they are all interchangeable, and sure. they're all dead and old. Here's, here's what I will say. The most relatable part of this whole musical, though, uh, the parents in the audience are nonetheless enraptured by the sight of their of children course. playing music. Like, that is the most, that's that's the truest statement. Of Correct. That. Oh, God, it's so Correct. accurate. Because it doesn't matter how crappy that's right. it is. The parents are like, this is you the best it. performance I've ever seen. Like, sure. they think it's great. That's right. Um, even Mayor Shin is won over as the townspeople cheer and Harold is released into Marion's arms and they sing a finale of Ugh, some kind. So, like, the lesson we've learned is... Lie! If your lie can even be a little tiny bit true, you'll get the love of your life and forgiven. Yeah. I don't know. It's, well, because here's, no? my, here's my thing. Not it? That's not that's not. Well, here's my thing. Usually there is, like, some redeeming thing. Like, your hero learns a lesson. And I guess the lesson is he didn't take the money and run. He stayed. He was going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. However... He doesn't do anything to make it right. No. Where, like, there could have been a thing where he's like, Marion, please help me teach these kids actual music. Give her some like, actual agency, please. Sure. Well, but just in a way where he's like, you know music. I think together, I've done this. Can you help me? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And let's make the thing I said a lie. Let's make it true. Yeah. We don't ever have that. Literally. So, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Well, not... I'm just saying. It's like, you know. Um... Sure. It's an interesting, um, I think Music Man has maybe been more TV stuff than, like, uh, Broadway. Like, it's been brought to TV more times than, I think, Broadway. Sure. Um, where I, like, remember very specifically Matthew Broadwick playing Harold Hill. Yeah. And, and I can uh, hear Kristen him doing Chenoweth. it. And Kristen Chenoweth was Marion in that one. Yeah. But that was, like, made for TV. Like, that was a movie, quote, unquote, movie, as opposed to they did not come back to Broadway. No. Um, obviously, right now... Um, sure. Right now, it's on Broadway with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. Indeed. Um, and like a lot of fairly famous people. But um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, sure, that's a to me, it's an okay show with really good stunt casting. And as Hugh Jackman is a like lover of the musical theater, and like obviously Sutton Foster, maybe these are like bucket list, maybe you know roles that they would want to play. 
because they're iconic in that way. Yeah. Harold Hill specifically. I don't know Marion potentially not, but yeah. um, you know, and so they're they're great, but and it's 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 got all the classic hallmarks of a of a you know like like we said a classic musical where it's like a big tap number, but oh, yeah. yeah. you know songs and duets and the love story that accelerates over five days very quickly and well and it's <laughs> really it's does. tropes that we still know now the uptight cold lady gets won over by the charming mm. man you know like things like that there's charming a small child man. yeah you know whatever um there and so that's a small children sure that's just you know that's kind of it um. Well, and sure. That's why I said watch Schmigadoon because a lot of the a lot of those things are touched on it, and also Schmigadoon. This is uh, Ariana DeBose pre West Side Story is in it. Oh, and there's a lot of musical theater like uh, Alan Cumming, Aaron Tveit, yeah, Chenoweth, like all those people. I know are that in they it. were all in yeah. it. Yeah, and so it's like kind of fun. She has a little brother. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Who I think talks with a lisp, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, I'm sure he does. So yeah. like, it's like one of those things where that's fun. You know, they just take it, but it's, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll do a Schmigadoon episode. Um, sure. I got to watch it first. But yeah. You do. It's very, very funny. We, I, I want to know, what do you think about, and maybe you don't have an opinion about this. I don't know. I probably um, Sure. About how they have changed the key of all Marion's music to fit Sutton Foster's voice. Here's the thing. I feel fine about it because mm-hmm. I, here, I, in my own program, am a proponent of this when you can do it because some of this was written for voices that, like, are not that don't exist now mm-hmm. like the how they sang in the 50s y'all not the same as how people are singing today yeah and so to me if it if, if as long as you're not changing the intention of the music and you know you're not changing any melody lines or anything like that i say do it yeah. because i would rather hear someone sing it very well than for it to sound like absolute trash monster i agree with that um i my only issue with it is like it's like a definitely a privilege thing that they can sure. do it for Sutton Foster. Agree. Um, because historically it is illegal to do that for amateur groups. So that's my only problem with it is like, sure, Sutton Foster can do it, uh, and and subsequently her understudies and whomever. Yep. But um there are a lot of licensing agreements for these shows and shows that are under certain restrictions where you are it is against the law to change the key or to change anything else so that is that is my only problem with it i do think it's okay and i don't have a problem with the the concept of it Uh, i just think that it's like annoying that like we couldn't do it for anybody else but sam foster can can have it well here's what i will say a lot of the like licensing for high school stuff is now offering multiple keys which is great which i I think is very cool like we just did oliver and it was like four different choices depending on who you have playing Mm. um you know, like you're Mr. Bumble and which key and Fagan, which key are, do they sit in better? And that was very lovely to have. So I think they're starting to expand it out in that way. Um, and you know, I actually just talked about this with my brother-in-law the other night where, uh, Phantom, I am positive they, because they're starting to expand cat. This is the other thing. As they expand casting on who can play these roles, it changes a little bit where I am convinced that, when we saw the touring Phantom, I am convinced they lowered it because the guy playing it, I think, was a baritone tenor yeah. as opposed to, like, a true sort of tenor, like Michael Crawford tenor. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, it was beautiful. Yeah. All of those songs in that lower timber were amazing. So I don't mind it. I do – I hear what you're saying about privilege. I don't mind it, but it's like, if we're going to do that, let's start doing it. Like, yeah. let's let's for sure, let's go for it because – I think I'm almost positive they did it for Hello Dolly when Bette Midler came back in. Because guess what? Bette Midler not singing in the rain. She used to sing. Well, yeah, but like Dolly's music is not difficult to sing. It's not. So I don't know that. Maybe not, but I don't know. I didn't see it. So I'm sure, not sure. I'm almost positive. So, okay. I, you know, to me, 
it's the it is the privilege, but it's also Broadway where I don't want to pay four hundred dollars to see yeah. somebody seeing a struggle bus. I think that's what's up. So yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Um, you know, Robert Preston, the first Harold Hill, Barbara Cook. That she's the Barbara one Cook that is, is like, yeah for that's sure the old voice thing. Yeah, like, oh you got that. like yeah, cool, wobbly. Um, lots of lots of revivals and things. You yeah. talked about the the. The, uh, TV There's been version. a couple different ones. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about Sam Foster and yep. um, Hugh Jackman. Sure. One of the things, so I, we, um, I am going to New York in December and we, it had, it just opened the last time when we were in there and then it closed down because COVID, but mm-hmm. we talked about, do we, do we want to go see it? I'm going to tell you, and which I think this is how they're making their money. I would want to see Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster up close. Yeah. But I have no desire to see the show. Right. I think that's, I mean, that's uh, why. Especially for like $200 a ticket. Well, um, like, what if they're off that night? Well, that's you know? my thing. Like, where oh my I God, would be, what if it's sure, that? it's not a show that if it's like a sub, I would be like, mm, okay. Yeah. I'd be like, what? And here's what I'm going to tell you. So I have not really been following it because, again, it's not a musical I love. But I did watch their performance at the Tonys. Which, I don't know, so Hugh Jackman got diagnosed with COVID, like, that night after his Tony's performance. And I'm going to tell you, in a way where high-def TV, he looked sickly. And my first thought was, oh my god, he's old. Like, what's happening to Hugh Jackman? And I, like, I was like, sure, he's, like, older. I was like, but man, when he's in a movie, they must really, like, do some work. And he was just like But here's the thing, no, he had, like, COVID. And I was like, sure, he looks sickly. And then the other thing uh, in which we, I was very funny, we, when we were in Little Women, we talked about that, and I was like, right, you look crazy. And then the other thing I, like, struggled hard with, the Tony's performance, they did, like, 76 trombones and, like, an amalgam of whatever, yeah. but they had Sutton Foster come out, and I was like, oh, it's Tony's, she's definitely going to sing something. No, she tap danced the whole time, and then, and then everybody sang, like, the ensemble sang, and it was over. And I was like... What? No. Why would they have, like, either just don't have, like, have her just whatever, but I was like, sure, we are watching them do, it was like, a tap solo back and forth. Like, he, like, did it, and then she did it, and then he did it, and I was like, no, I don't want to see them dance. I would like to hear them sing. sing. Well, and that's the other part about it is, like, this is, what a great duo. Correct. But I don't know if this show is the one for them. You know what I mean? Like, because they have this, like, fantastic dance background where they could do, like, a really (coughs) cool, like back and forth tap thing uh, is music man really the avenue for that i <coughs> sure. i don't think it i don't know i just don't know if it is so that's that's my my one thing about it is like i'd love to see them in something different um i will say didn't win that many tony awards it did not ever the only year that it won anything was when it first was produced in 58 it sure. won like uh one two three four like seven and then uh, it's nominated a bunch every time it got revived and has not won any. <laughs> no, because, I mean, as we've kind of discussed, it's just not that. It's, like, good and it's a classic. And it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. But it just simply, it cannot compete, I feel like, musically and just with other with some other shows, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't have that, like, it doesn't have, I think, the emotional reson- resonance that, like, other shows have. Because I think it's because the main character doesn't really learn a real lesson. That's what I mean. I think that's why. Well, and Marion becomes like a, like, her growth sure. is She like, gets gaslighted and then is like, I'm good. I love you too. My love yeah. overpowers any common sense or reason that I might have had. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Her character is just so unpleasant. Mm-hmm. And it's not well written. Sure. So, anyway, um, that's how I feel about the music, man. Um, oh, oh. 
I did something to my computer. All right, I'm back. That's okay. Um, sure. It's been in a lot of stuff. Um, like I said, it's been adapted a million times. Uh, it, it's it's definitely been around. Um, let's see. If we had to, let's go to the rating. Oh, um, yeah, okay. on a scale, sure, we'll do trombones. On a scale of zero or seventy six <laughs> trombones. Oh, no. How many trombones? Oh, it's, uh, it's so many trombones to think about. I don't know. I would say like that's a hard scale because like like 35 trombones or something sure midway and i don't know like because like i like some of the music it's really nice i hate the way the women are treated but that's typical for golden age um well he's not like a likable this is the other problem to me he's not like a likable main character he's not written to be i think you have yeah. to really work as an actor to make him likable and i've seen it sure. done where you hate, Here's what they have say, which is why hugh jackman is a smart casting yeah because he is very charming Extremely as a person likeable, yeah and so you can, he kind of wins it but like otherwise you're just like ew yeah you're like he, he kind of sucks i i do think like it depends a lot on how it's played and how it's directed yeah um, so yeah, I mean, the mu- some of the music really pretty. That quartet, if done well, mm-hmm. beautiful. If done poorly, till there was you is like a painful. classic standard that I love. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it two trumpets. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. What's that, the conversion no. of trumpet? That's it. Two trumpets. <laughs> Uh, because like you, I enjoy, I think the music is, here's the thing. It's a fun show. It's fun. I like the music is fun in that way. Like I said, uh, you got trouble, trouble down rivers. Like that is a classic, uh, fun, rhymey time that is fast and, and, you know, very fun. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you know, I, it's not, I'm tell you what, unless I get the exact right kid through my program it is not on my list of like shows i want to do that's a, because yeah. also i'd have to be like oh Sorry, the 85 women. girls that i yeah. have in my program good luck that's that's my issue with it is not a show that i want to, to direct and it's no, not a show i want to audition for yeah because i have one role that i'd like to play and i don't really want to audition for that if someone wants to come at me and be like will you do this role sure i'd be like fine but I don't want to, like, put myself through an audition process to be rejected again as Marion the Librarian. Because I've already done it once and I'm good. Oh, boy. So. That's it. Lauren explores her issues. No, it, uh, like, no. it was just, like, a theater that I'd never been to before. And I was like, sure, I'd like to maybe do this one role. And if I'm not, yeah. like, that's just where I'm at. So. Sure. I, no, I feel fine about it. Um, sure. I guess we'll say um, we we did it. Yeah. Uh, friends, if you have thoughts and feelings about the Music Man, oh, let us know. Us, send us uh, some information. Get on those socials. We are at Downstage. Yep. Downstage Left PC. Yes. Uh, on all the socials and Downstage Left PC at gmail.com If you have like I don't know a longer message you'd like to send us. Um, and yeah, I think. Sure. I'm trying to think. Like I said, I I'm gonna say uh, we did it. We're gonna exit stage left. Uh, pursued by the Wells Fargo wagon. <laughs> Ha 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 ha